Dear Beauty Business Babe, I see you grinding. I hear your fears. I know that you're ready for more. Hey girl, my name is Kelly Callahan and I'm here to sprinkle a little bit of business, a little bit of mindset, and a whole ton of love and inspiration to help you light you up along the way. Because if I can build a half a million dollar beauty brand in just a few years, I know that you can too. This podcast is dedicated to the beauty business babe who is ready to take radical responsibility for her life. I don't know it all, but I do know a lot and I am willing to teach you everything I've learned along my journey. I believe that you absolutely have it in you to create the life and the business that you dream of. And with a little bit of help, you can get there even faster than I did. I am here to fully support you. I am here to help guide you. Take what you want from these free trainings from this podcast so you can go further, faster in your business and in your life. So let's talk business, let's embody mindset, and don't forget to join the rest of the Beauty Business Tribe on our free Facebook group called Beauty Business Babes. Let's get down to business, girl. Hey, you guys, welcome to another episode of the Beauty Business Babes podcast. This is Kelly Callahan here, and I am going to answer one of the biggest questions that I get from you guys in the Beauty Business Babes Facebook group, and that is, who do you hire and how do I grow a team? Many of the people that I work with or the people that are part of my audience are solopreneurs. So maybe you are a solopreneur, maybe you're working by yourself, and maybe you're thinking about bigger things at this point. Maybe you're feeling depleted AF. (laughs) Maybe you're just like, I can't wear all the hats anymore and I'm ready to step up and delegate this work. This episode is for you. I'm going to be basically revealing all of the back end of who I've hired, where I've hired them from, and really what they help me with so that way you guys can maybe take this information and use it in your own business. I know for a fact that if I did not have a team of people to help me, I would absolutely not be where I'm at today. So I was so resistant to hiring people because I just didn't want to teach them, honestly. I was like, you know what? I can just figure this out myself. Instead of having to teach somebody, I'm just going to do it. And so what that led to was years of a lot of frustration and honestly not being like the best customer service person (laughs) and just not being the best business owner because I was constantly overwhelmed. I was constantly frustrated and I took it out on the wrong people instead of being like, Kelly, own up to your shit and actually pay somebody to help you with these particular things. So it wasn't until a couple of years that had gone past that I was like, you know what? I can afford somebody to help me, so why not just do it and see what happens? Honestly, there was so much trial and error throughout this entire seven years that I've been an entrepreneur, but I'm going to give you some of my best tips to help you guys out to navigate through this because honestly, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. For me personally, and I know for a lot of other successful entrepreneurs, hiring has been absolutely one of the most difficult things ever. And it's because it takes a lot to find the perfect person for the perfect job. And it's really, really difficult to really identify that through the interview process because, you know, everyone's putting their their best foot forward. And that's fine. That's what you're supposed to do. But in the end, sometimes it's a misalignment. Sometimes 
they're not ready to take on certain tasks. So I try to be as open and honest with these people as far as what their job is going to be. I kind of give them a vision of what their day-to-day is going to look like. So that way they have an idea. They have a vision. They can actually understand what it's going to be like instead of having an idea that is just made up because of their own perception, right, of the job description. So I do a lot of interviewing. I do a lot of asking questions. I do a lot of listening. I do a lot of just explaining the day-to-day tasks, exactly what they're going to be doing. I even show them sometimes if it's a screen share for an interview that's on Zoom, for example, I'll do a screen share and show them exactly what their tasks are and how everything's going to be moving. But ultimately, you know, it's really like trial and error. You have to do use your best judgment to figure out who's going to be the best for your particular business or job opening. All right, so let's go through the rundown of what exactly happened when I first started. I started my business in 2014, and I started off as a solopreneur. I was a mobile spray tanning artist. And in the very beginning, I was like, oh my God, this is going to blow up. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. I thought it was going to be a lot easier than what it actually ended up being. So I ended up hiring my best friend, who I love her so much, but it just did not work out. It didn't work out. We're still friends and everything, but like it just wasn't, again, something that I should have done so quickly because I didn't even know what I was getting myself into. So I got my feet wet. I got her feet wet. And unfortunately, it just like wasn't, it just didn't work out. We had different visions for different things. So basically, she ended up starting her own tanning business, which I fully 100% support. And I started just doing my thing and started getting into trainings and doing, um, going into a salon, renting out a room and doing all these things. So within the first year, I found myself doing all the social media. I was doing my own accounting, I was doing sales, customer service, I was buying products of course, sending out emails all the time, answering the phone, text messaging, Um, I was doing trainings at this point, setting up models, negotiating for different rooms in San Diego to find the best spot. I was doing all my tech, some of my web design, SEO, and all of the things. Like As an entrepreneur, especially if you're doing this by yourself, you understand this to a T. Like we wear so many hats. We wear so many hats and it can be extremely frustrating and overwhelming, especially when it comes for me personally, it was more of like the tech side because a lot of WordPress, the back end of it isn't very user-friendly, even for people who know what the hell they're doing. So imagine somebody who knows a little bit about coding and like HTML and how to put a website together, but I wasn't a full-blown web designer. So I was finding a lot of tech issues. And unfortunately, till this day, we still experience this because I don't think that's something that that's ever going to go away. Tech issues, unfortunately, are just a thing that happens, especially when you do updates and things like that. So I was doing all of these things and also obviously spray tanning and providing this service. Throughout the first year, I didn't know how much money I was going to be able to make, so I ended up driving for Uber and Lyft. And this really helped me supplement my income because I could drive for them at any point in time. It was very easy to do. I put myself in a lot of really weird situations, unfortunately, doing this because I would wake up really early, like I normally do around like 5 o'clock in the morning to go drive these people to wherever they were going. And it was a little bit sketchy, right? So 
as you can imagine, I was just kind of just like, you know what, I'm over this after even just a couple of months. I was so over it. But I think realistically, it took about nine to 12 months for me to completely let go of Uber and Lyft and feel really comfortable in the money that I was making with just spray tanning and doing the spray tan trainings. So between one and four years, I was hiring these one-off people. Basically, I would hire one person at a time to kind of help me with certain things. So for example, my best friend was the first hire that lasted maybe a month or two. And then from there, I hired somebody else to help me a couple of months later, which is random things like going to different beauty schools and doing demos for them. And then a couple of months later, you know, she ended up moving. So a couple of months later, I ended up hiring somebody to help me with like social media. So it was all these different things that I was kind of playing around with and not really going full force into hiring somebody to help me. It really wasn't until I would say about year three that I got into a space where I was like, I really need help in the salon because at this point I had now a storefront and I wanted to bring in somebody that was part-time so that way they can help with lashes and waxing and facials and all the other services that I ended up bringing in because at this point I ended up getting my license in aesthetics. So when I was doing that, it was definitely a different situation because I was like, do I hire her and do I do a W-2 employee or do I do a 1099 independent contractor? I know these are questions that I get all the time. So I'm hoping that those people who are interested in hiring understand what the differences are. And because um, that is like a long discussion, I won't get into it in this episode, but possibly in a different episode. And hopefully I can bring somebody in to talk a little bit more about it. So that way they can give you the legalities and all that good stuff. So Basically, you have a couple different options when hiring people, right? So you can hire an employee or you can hire an independent contractor. As beauty professionals, it's a little bit difficult sometimes to do an independent contractor type of agreement because personally, I wanted this person here. And let me back up. It is particularly hard if you're doing this when you have a salon and you need this person to be there for certain times because legally you're not supposed to do that with an independent contractor. So we had to just go over all of the numbers and see, can I hire a part-time employee? Thankfully, I was able to and I hired one employee who left after a year and then hired another employee which left after about a year. So I kept on just having, again, this like scarcity mindset of if I hire more people, I'm going to have to pay more. It's going to be more problems, right? And to be honest, when you do hire, there is a different set of problems. However, I can't say that it's more overwhelming than staying as a solopreneur and doing everything yourself. Hey, beauty business babe. I don't know if you know, but I am the founder of Spray Tan Class. So if you've been dabbling with the idea of starting your own spray tanning business, or if you're trying to add on spray tanning to your current beauty business so you can make that money, I am here to help you. Head on over to spraytanclass.com and use code BEAUTYBUSINESSBABES at checkout so you can receive $100 off our in-person or online beginner certification course. We can't wait to help you glow and grow, sis.
So it wasn't until about, I would say, year five where I started creating a different idea. I started thinking more expansively and saying, okay, Kelly, you've been trying to hire like one person for probably about five years now. And I think it's time for you to step up your game and take the risk of investing in more people to help you out. Because what I was doing at this point was YouTubing. I was, I believe I started podcasting back then. I had the storefront, the salon. I started selling Obsidian Solution. I started selling Obsidian Moose. And I was doing a lot of things on social media, you know, with my group, with Instagram. I was doing live events. I was traveling around the U.S. doing the Slay the Spray Tour. I can't believe, like, I did all of that. I I look back and I'm just like, how the hell did I do that? I don't know. I remember, though, not sleeping much and, like, I was okay with not sleeping much because I don't feel like I needed that much sleep. But at the same time, I know that there were like moments and days, like literally two or three days where I would just pass out because I was like so tired and burnt the hell out. And so I was no longer enjoying this. And this was more like towards the beginning of my journey as an entrepreneur. With that being said, I decided that I was going to start hiring trainers because I no longer wanted to offer one-on-one spray tan training. I was also going to look up freelancers to help me with the back end of things. So at this point in 2021, I have about 10 people who help me out aside from my trainers. I have a virtual assistant who basically helps me out with all of the admin stuff, so customer service, just making spreadsheets for certain things, getting reports for certain things, and just basically organizing my life because everyone tells me how organized I am, but I swear like I could do so much better. So I know what my flaws are and I'm hiring her to help me kind of clean up all of that. Then I have a video editor who is also a freelancer. She works remotely. I've never met this woman before, but she does a great job at creating IGTVs and IG stories for me. I also have two graphic designers, so these people help me with certain things for workbooks, for manuals, uh, for different ideas that I have, and just different graphics that I need for my website or for other things, for trainings and things like that. I also have two web guys because I have two different websites, Spray Tan Class and Kellyanne Callahan. I have two different people to help me out with both of them. The reason being is because I have one hosted on Kajabi, which is a different platform than my spray tan class one, which is on WordPress. My best advice for you guys is to try to consolidate and not have so many people. So that's why I'm explaining these things to you because I feel like if I could have just had one person for both websites, it just would have been easier. But because they're on different platforms, I chose to get people who know those specific platforms very well. The next guy that I have on here is my Facebook ads manager. So I actually started running Facebook ads about two months ago, and I've tried to do this in the past, and it has never worked out for me, but this time it is working out. So if you're going to hire somebody to do Facebook ads, make sure that they know what they're doing, and I promise you, you don't have to pay an arm and a leg for this to work for you. I also have a podcast editor. Shout out to Banu, who does all of my podcast editing. She's also a freelancer. And these people, most of them I actually find on Upwork. So my team, most of these people I find on Upwork. 
There are other instances, for example, my web designer, I found him locally through a referral from a friend, but most of the time I just look on Upwork to get a better idea of what these people specialize in so that way I can hire them for the appropriate roles. The next person I have on here is somebody that I've actually met in person, one of the few people that I've met in person that's on my team, and he's my videographer. So he'll come maybe once a month or so, and we'll film videos for our trainings on spraytanclass.com. So he will film me spray tanning models, um, doing contouring, talking into the camera about Obsidian Sunless, and things like that. Then he takes the footage, and he edits them, sends them to me, and it's super, super easy. And for me, it's taken so much off of my plate because I tried to do all the editing myself and I was okay at it, but it was never, never, ever to the degree that it is today. Um, we've definitely made so many strides by having professionals work with us so that way they can specialize in those particular things that I need help with in my business. Then, of course, I have all of my trainers. Shout out to the Spray Tan Class trainers. I love you guys so freaking much. And I think at this point, we have 12 people on our panel from all over the U.S. We have people or a person, Pamela, in Toronto, Canada. And then also we have Greet, who is in Belgium. Shout out to you guys. Thank you guys so much for helping me out because... Honestly, I don't think that I would have it in me through my pregnancy and even having a newborn now to be able to do the one-on-one -on -one trainings, especially with the demand that we get. Finally, 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 this person has been somebody I've been looking for forever. And she is an absolute godsend. <laughs> she is my personal assistant and our creative director for Spray Tan Class. Her name is Emily Burke. And she has been an absolute angel in my business. So she is very, very diverse in terms of like what she knows. She knows so many different things. She knows about SEO, websites, social media, how to shoot photos. Like we have so much fun together in just a short amount that we've been working together. She's been here for I think about three weeks at this point. And we have just been able to create reels for social media, get on a really good plan and that way I have like an idea of what we're doing going forward because I make plans and then I adjust them, right? <laughs> like I make plans and then I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I'll do that later. And I'm sure you guys can relate to this, right? Especially having a newborn now, like it was very hard for me to get out of bed, get dressed and like have a reason to work for the day because all I wanted to do was like snuggle my baby and to just like chill. But I knew that I needed to start working because I was starting to feel a little bit anxious and depressed and like I didn't want any of that to happen. And I know what makes me happy is really like showing up for you guys and working and being a part of a community, right? So I really missed that. So now having her here holds me accountable and we get shit done in the way that we're supposed to get it done. I am good at planning sometimes, but a lot of the times, like I said, I'm very flexible with myself too because I like to give myself grace and say, you know, you're a new mom. You can like have a little bit of you time and, and I do, I do have you time, but I need to be a little bit more strict with my schedule and I also want to have fun doing things like reels and social media posts and things like that and have more of a strategy behind everything that I'm doing. I will never, ever, ever be perfect, you guys. I don't think that we ever will achieve that. Nobody in this world will ever achieve perfection. So it's best to just move forward in a way that feels good to you, but also when you know that you need that kick in your ass, 
you need to ask for help sometimes. And so that's what I've done. And don't think that hiring this team has happened overnight because it really, really hasn't. It hasn't happened overnight. It's something that took literally a couple years to get to this point of having all of the trainers on, on board, having my VA, my videographer, my video um, grapher, videographer, <laughs> videographer, my personal assistant, like everybody here to make shit happen because it's not something that happens like very quickly. And, you know, through this entire time of hiring, I'm going to be very honest with you. There's been a lot of misaligned people. Like I've had to fire people. I've had people who really were like not the best fit. I've had people hate me because, um, you know, we just didn't work out. So it's like a bad breakup. And I think the interviewing process is very much like dating. You have to go into this with an open mind, but also the idea of like, I need to be incredibly honest and I need to be very specific with what my needs are so I can make sure that my needs are met. But I also need to understand the other person too and see What are their salary requirements? What is their schedule like? What's going to make them happy? Because one thing that I say over and over again to the people that I work with is I need you to be happy for you to show up 100%. Because if you're not happy, you're going to come in and you're going to be pissed off at me. You're going to resent me. You're going to not show your best face and put your best foot forward towards our clients, which they don't deserve that, you know? So I want everyone to be happy. So I try to pay good. I try to give them, you know, grace as far as like scheduling and things like that, be very, very flexible. I try to be the cool boss, but at some point in time, you also have to set those boundaries for yourself and say, hey, I do need you here at this time. I need you not to be late. I need you to make sure that if you need a vacation or something that you give me proper notice, which is like 14 days or whatever it is that you need, please identify that before hiring somebody so that way you can properly let them know what exactly their day-to-day duties are, what you expect of them, and be honest. Like, Ask them, is that going to make you happy? Is coming to work knowing that these are your tasks? Of course, maybe not all of them, like taking out the trash, like nobody likes to do that, but that's part of the job, right? But for the majority of the part of the job that I'm offering you here, is this something that you are interested in and that you actually enjoy doing? Because if not, please don't take this job because it's going to be a waste of time. Let me tell you guys that hiring and firing is so damn draining, like I can't even tell you. It is best to ask the hard questions up front and have a couple of different interviews with these people before you actually hire them. Now, again, I mentioned this earlier. This doesn't mean that you're always going to be right on point when you hire because people are putting their best foot forward in their interviews, right? So Give yourself a little bit of grace if it doesn't work out, but I think the biggest thing that has helped me through this process is communication, and I know that's so cliche, but it's so true. Communicate with these people before, during, and after. Have everything in writing, black and white. Make sure you guys are all on the same exact page. Have a contract in place, no matter if it's a W-2 employee, doesn't matter if it's a 1099 independent contractor, freelancer, 
you should always have some sort of contract in place so that way you guys are very, very certain in what it is that you guys need from each other. And so if something in along the road does kind of fall apart, you guys can revisit that contract and say, hey, this is what I needed and what I expected of you. Is there a reason why you are unable to fulfill this duty, for example, right? So other than that, <laughs> enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey of investigating and finding the right people to help your business because I promise you that the only way that your business is going to grow and scale is if you actually have people in the right positions, the right people in the right positions to help you do that. If you guys want to go ahead and DM me any questions you guys have regarding this episode, I would love to hear it. My Instagram handle is at I am underscore Kelly and go ahead and slide into my DMs. I will catch you on the next episode. I love you guys. Hey, beauty business babe. I really hope that you love this episode of the beauty business babes podcast. If you love this free content and you want to give me some love, I would absolutely love for you to leave a five-star review here on iTunes or Spotify and make sure that you go ahead and screenshot your favorite episode, share it on Instagram and tag me at I am underscore Kelly Ann for a chance to win a free prize. We will be doing free prizes every single month and I'm so excited to be giving away some of the courses and the product lines that I have available. Thanks so much for joining me. I love you guys long time and I'll see you on the next episode.